0: I saw a girl today, I saw a girl, no way, I saw a girl today, and her name is Maria.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 62, and today we will be reviewing Bad Trip and The Father, another or a Double feature that we haven't done in a while. It's been a while.
2: Been a while. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I almost did the exact that same I thing.
1: could. So Bad Trip's available on Netflix. You can watch that right now. The father is still uh, VOD, but it, coming up on the Oscars soon, so we had to fit it in before that. We were trying to hold off until it was not not a $20 rental, but what we have less than two weeks now, right? Or is it two weeks from today?
3: Uh, what well, six? not the 16th. No, no, it's Sunday.
1: <laughs> it's always on a Sunday. Is yeah. it?
0: Well, then it's probably two weeks from today. It's
3: got to be here.
0: There we I'm go. Glad we fit the father in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why are you winking? Because you fit a father in. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. You <laughs> lost me there. I'll let you know when you're older. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's coming up, plus some other things we've been watching. How are you guys doing? <laughs> good
3: jake is doing well
1: no i
0: did have something to talk about i forgot but i have something else so for last night for the first time i had a kombucha beer i've had kombucha and you like had it. beer i like kombucha <laughs> i like beer mm-hmm. i'm like usually a combination of things are not good though
3: i've had a kombucha beer
0: it was delicious. It's so good. It was so good. Mm-hmm.
3: Like it's, it's like from sourish, from
0: the, Like, yeah. Cause it has that kombucha, like vinegar, funkiness, yeah. like whatever you want to call it. And it's already fermented. So it makes, I don't know what the base beer is of it. I don't know, but yeah, it was, uh, by unity mm-hmm, vibration out of Ipsy. Mm-hmm. And it was called funky ginger and it was delicious. I was going to save some, but then I drank it all because <laughs> it was so really good. Uni Vibrations
3: makes some of the best beers in the state. They're so good. They don't make, they like all only specialty beers, all sours and kombuchas stuff.
0: Well, at Super Liquor, they had it like four different kinds and I'm about to try all of those.
3: They have them at Super Liquor. I'll stop and get some. Yeah, they just got uh, them last week.
0: I don't think I've week. had any. I've never the, had any Are they in them. the fridge?
1: Definitely never had kombucha beer.
3: Yeah. Because that sounds like something I might do tonight.
0: Yeah, they're in the <laughs> fridge, and they, they've they only been there for like a week. I'm going to stop on the way home. Yeah, and the Funky well, Ginger, pop. that's the only one I can recommend. The Ginger? The Funky Ginger, because it's the only one I
3: had. Do you drink the whole four-pack? <laughs> well, He <laughs> you said you're going to save some. I'm like, oh, did eat a going growler? To,
1: but I didn't. <laughs> Is it a
3: six-pack? I was
1: going to until I tasted it. And, and it was so
0: it good because it tastes like kombucha. So it's so smooth going down and everything. And I looked at it. It's like 9%. It's over 9%. You were torn up. Oh. It's like 9.1%. You or drink two? all of them in one day. So why
1: is it so strong? Because if, what the ba- what is the base beer? Because kombucha is not strong kombucha at all. Kombucha is like less than a percent. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, exactly. And then beer, depending on it, you to get to 9%, it has to be a double or triple, <laughs> right? I don't know. That's what I'm. Let's see if they. This.
0: uh, it says this K beer is a spicy, funky, and earthy with a strong ginger and boozy kick. Is that on? Uh, no shit, boozy
1: kick, nine percent.
0: Forgot to check it in too. Fucked up. As usual.
1: Oh wait, no, that's him that always forgets. (laughs) It's fine. Because it's within the time. (laughs) Still unknown on the rules, so don't worry about (laughs) it. Yeah, we'll get those done someday. Cool. Speaking of beer, we had we just uh, passed National Beer Day this past week. Cheers to everybody! National Beer Cheers Day. Cheers to beers. what did you guys drink on National Beer Day? I don't
0: remember. Was I, I probably was working? I don't even think I could drink. Beer. I don't even know if
3: I had a beer. <laughs> wow, you
0: guys <laughs> fucked up.
3: <laughs> Eight point two.
0: What is that? kombucha beer. Yeah. It'll get you there. And it has probiotics probably in it. So it sells your stomach right away. Keeps you regular.
1: Cool. Speaking of beer. Also, we have a beer from Jacob. And Kyle's going to grab it. If
0: Kyle would get it out of the fridge, we might be able to drink it too.
1: This is your beer. You fucking make me get up and grab
0: it. Beer winch. So now that we have the beers in front of us, this beer is from Unibrew out of what? Uh, it's not Montreal, but it's around there, right? Uh,
3: Sure. Co- uh, Chambly, Chambly, Chambly.
0: Chambly, Quebec, Canada. And I like them quite a bit. They have Le Fondement, which mm-hmm. is good. Uh, Blanche de Chambly, I think is one. And I'm like, we haven't had like... Have we had them on the show yet? No. No, yeah. exactly. definitely not. And we barely do those international beers Mm -hmm. canada is basically michigan but not not this part of canada right this is the the quebec all the french canadians shout out to you guys
1: yeah we still haven't done enough from international or canada either or
0: yeah well that's why i saw this i'm like why not and it's called ultra shows which means other choice and on here, it just says peach IPA. On Untapped it says à la peche. I don't... Maybe that means peach. I actually yeah. don't remember. That's definitely... Yeah. All right. Peach. To the peach. <laughs> I'll read yes. the description for it. Ultra shows <laughs> IPA à la peche est ombriné à froid, non réfermenté et non filtré. So... That now we know all about that beer. Can you read that at all? It's uh, a choice IPA to the peach is I don't know what that word. Too <laughs> cold, not refrigerated and not filtered. I think is what it said. So if you These read are the all can, very specific.
1: It, it does. There is something below the title, like kind of in the description site, not really description, but um info non
0: refermented yeah, yeah. non refermented unfiltered, unfiltered okay. and dry hops so. look at me
1: <laughs> so that's a new I'm Not refrigerated refermented <laughs> yeah which that's I've a never new i um, seen before that word yeah so. that's <laughs> that's something that we haven't had like yeah. what is what is non refermented what does that mean yeah do you in terms of beer means,
3: i mean it might be a canadian thing non refermented we don't we don't even use that term here so
0: on here the style says ipa belgian so that's interesting i think that's a new style for
3: me totally oh you can see translation other thing ipa fishing is cold happy not re-fermented and unfiltered (laughs) it says oh so that's happy fishing is cold happy that's definitely not what that (laughs) says
0: it's cold happy
3: but maybe that is is happy
0: is too cold not re-fermented not filtered i don't know Mm. anyway Good brewery, like a lot of the beers, so it looked interesting. Uh, usually I try to tie it in to what we watch. This doesn't tie in at all, unless... <laughs> don't try. The father, one of the things they talked about, moving to Paris. Paris is in <laughs> France. France owned that part of Canada. And and the
3: thing is in French? They don't Perfect even speak English. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Descripts it was also owned by the Brits. English. Canada was also owned by the Brits. <laughs> Still part of the Commonwealth, isn't it? I, mean, I don't the, know. <laughs> the queen's on the money.
3: Who cares? Sure. Can we drink? Yes, so let's
0: crack <laughs> her open.
3: bitch. Oh, oh, uh,
0: so it has an IBU of 50 and a 6% alcohol by volume. That was a satisfying. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's complex. <laughs> that is a flavor.
3: <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. man.
0: Not too fruity, which is good.
3: It's a little weird. Well, that is, it like, is a
0: little weird. I don't even know how to like yeah, describe that flavor.
3: It tastes like like peach syrup.
1: Like every that. fucking fruit beer tastes like syrup. It does. <laughs> does not taste like syrup.
0: <laughs> It's not thick enough. Yeah. Like, it doesn't.
1: It's not even that strong. Like you can taste the peach, but it's, it's very, it's weird. It's like hoppy still. It's tastes like I an like, IPA, but it has peach flavor. Yeah. If
0: I like breathe through my nose, I'm still a little congested here. I had a cold and yeah, I, I get that peach notes, but like the bitterness is heavy. Mm-hmm. Like the happy bitterness is heavy. Yeah. it. It's only 50 IBU is it tastes more bitter than that to me, but.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I like it or not. I do like it. It's satisfying.
1: I like it cuz it's not too fruity.
0: Yeah, and I can't really compare this to anything I've
1: ever had. So And I would say I think like I don't know if I've ever had it. Definitely probably have not had a peach IPA, but for f- like a fruit blending fruit in IPAs, I think the peach flavor goes well with that.
0: See, and normally it, this is kind of also interesting right because with fruit that usually blends it, they could have went with like a new england style right and it's a much easier to blend that juicy like a fruit citrus yeah especially peach though would work pretty well i feel like with the, the juiciness of like a new England mm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah usually regular ipas is like citrus because they have that right happiness and it just cuts it well like grapefruit is super common right but this is peach so it's like That's like a difficult combination,
3: I feel like. Another beer I didn't... I was like, I think I did have another um, peach IPA, and you had have it too. Yeah, I was going to say. And I never checked it in, but imagine that. What was that? Uh, The Stone I'm Peach. That's right. Mm, Double IPA. That was good, which looks like M. Peach. Well, I'm a
1: fan.
0: I am a fan. You sold me. Brewed with spices? Oh, the spices. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's that.
1: Spices, peach juice, and natural flavor. I wonder what the spices are. Whatever
0: that is, I think that's the flavor that we're tasting there.
3: Not bad. I'm liking it more. I drink it. It almost, for some (laughs) reason, though, this just makes me think of like fall. And I have no idea why. Pears? I don't know. Yeah, spices. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Depending on what. All right. That was. uh, Autre chose autre shows. autre shows? Shows. shows. Very good. Um, all right, let's get into our featured reviews here. We're going to start with Bad Trip uh, in order as we watch them, like we usually do.
0: Bad Trip is directed by... We're going to do the same thing we always do.
1: Bad Trip is directed by Kitao Sakurai. It is written by Eric Andre, Kitao Sakurai, and Andrew Barcalon. Barcalon. Uh, Let's see, stars Eric Andre, uh, Michaela Conlon, Lil Rel Howery, Tiffany Haddish, and that's about it. Plot synopsis reads, this mix of a scripted buddy comedy, road movie, and a real hidden camera prank show follows the outrageous misadventures of two buds stuck in a rut who embark on a cross-country road trip to New York City. The storyline sets up shocking real pranks. Let's take a listen to a clip.
2: Hey, hey, hey man. Keep your keep. Chill out, chill out, man. Chill out, bro. Fucking kick chill you out. in the face. Chill out, man. Hey, what are you gonna do hey. about it? That's why you don't have no job. You're a fucking loser, out, man. All you do is make stupid ass decisions. You got a con- Hey, man, he got a concussion, man. So he don't know what he's thinking. He do know what it. Is. He's a fucking idiot. That's man. how he always thinks. I mean, he probably is, man. But right now it's not the part- time for that, man. Hey, I'm chill out, man. You, man. Look Great. at that shit. Look at it. Yeah, you need to look it's at your fault. Shit. It is kind of fucked up. You My need to look fault. at that shit.
1: All right, what did you guys think of Bad Trip?
0: I liked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ASMR edition. So
0: it's kind of interesting. So we have a new setup today, guys. We're all <laughs> listening through headphones to hear each other. And I feel like I hear all of my like lip smacks and shit.
1: <laughs> then don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> we you, hear them all the time. Good thing <laughs> we're not like mouth breathers. Think, like, about how, <laughs> think about how the listeners feel. They hear it all the time and they, you don't even know you're doing it. You guys like that
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> but to show the movie, uh, once I bought into it, I liked it more. I feel I've never was a, that big of a fan of like the jackass movies. Right. I didn't even watch them until way later in life because obviously when they came out, my parents wouldn't let me watch them. Mm-mm. So I never got to see them. I didn't have any of that nostalgia for them. And I just went into them. I, Got it. But I didn't even think it was more just what that one was like the outrageous stunts they did, which were actually dangerous. And they actually got injured and they, you know, this one wasn't that this one. They were pretty safe. You know, they were safe the whole time. What I thought was most interesting was how they blended kind of a buddy comedy with and it, I thought it blended really well with the pranks, which were one note. Like, they had one type of comedy. Mm-hmm. But because of the outrageousness of it, it it still was, like, shocking throughout. And it's like, what? Like, they actually did that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I did find some parts really funny, and I found other parts just not funny at all. But on a whole, I enjoyed it. I thought it flowed very well, and I especially loved the scenes where it was literally a, like romantic buddy comedy type scene with real people reacting like the same way like they would. And if they saw those scenes, like uh, one that stood out was the bus mm-hmm. scene. I loved that mm-hmm. so much. And they're like, they just get everyone into it. And everyone's clapping just <laughs> like, like a movie, like, mm-hmm. like it was scripted and obviously their part was. And, but that kind of stuff is stuff you would think, Oh, this only happens in this kind of movie. But no, it actually, they did it and it actually happened just like it would be if it was scripted in a movie. And I mean, actually, um, another bus scene when they're just riding and they're talking about going to New York or whatever, like that scene, it just feels like a Buddy County scene. He stands up, does the outrageous like thing. People in the background are laughing. What throws me off with that was how it wasn't kind of you could see the cuts. So like when people would be in different positions and that kind of hurt it for me, I felt mm. it would have been better as one cut, It felt more natural and a better blend. But I get it. It's still a movie, right? I don't know. But for me, it kind of took away some parts because I'm like, did they do like multiple takes? Like, I don't know. But yeah, I enjoyed it overall more than I thought I would. I thought it was just going to be absolutely
3: stupid, which it was, but enjoyably stupid. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't I'm not one. Uh, fan of these type of things like i just think they're all pretty stupid and i hate i don't like any of the borats um but this one i think is better than borats and i i like the way like like to credit what you were saying i like the way it made it interesting like they tried they took this concept and actually made it different and i thought that that um that really helped it for me um I thought there was some really funny parts, actually. And, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Eric Andre fan either, but, like, he is a funny dude, and the things that he can create are funny. And I thought that Lil Rel Howery, Howery in this was very good, too. I think he's hilarious in, in general. I loved him and uh, a kid out. But, um like, even his parts, like, he kind of... Eric Andre's known to do this stuff, and he has that, that other buddy that does things with him. But Lil Rel, I didn't really expect to, like, go all in like he did in this and like he was actually a part just just as much a part of all these pranks as Eric Andre where he were, he wasn't doing of course all of the craziness of it but I just saw <laughs> I and I, I love the very end where they showed like the reveals of everyone and I I just yeah. love that it was like actually like well real yeah.
0: and that's what was cool because it, you could see the parts they cut because it didn't work right like the people actually got mad or <laughs> like i did like that scene those scenes at the end really helped i think it, add made it to helped it. Yeah. yeah because you're like oh they like they were it's like you're like there's no way they just all did this and it's like well no they didn't all do that. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah they weren't all just okay with it they mm-hmm. had to try with multiple people the same thing yeah until they found the best reaction yeah. and then so that's what yeah. made it
3: i don't know i thought it was interesting and it was i i mean these are like can go so high for me and i would think this is like the best that it can get
0: yeah <laughs> like what what was like a negative part for you because like one of the
3: i don't think there was any negative parts per se yeah but it was just like i just don't like these kind of movies really
0: yeah It this is like a negative and a positive it, for me it was almost the way it was paced it was just like thing happened thing happened thing happened thing there was never like I don't know, it that was good in the fact that like it never like took its foot off the pedal, right? There's always some kind of gag or something happening in literally like every scene. But so that felt good, but at the same time it was like almost overwhelming that every scene was like that.
1: It felt like. Yeah. Uh these like like you're saying, this is a very um a very niche. like niche, yeah. yeah genre it's you know it's a comedy but then it blends reality and fiction and then even if you go further another layer deeper into that it's like it's all based on reaction pranks so it's it's extremely niche and it 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 really comes down to how many of those setups and payoffs work for you as to much how much you're going to like it really and you know they definitely have a lot of different things uh going on, you know, a lot of, obviously every scene is, is a new, uh, prank basically that they're going to set up and try to pay off. So how many of those work? Right. Honestly, I didn't think a lot of them were that funny. I didn't think a lot of the reactions that they got were that good. It, it was more real, I guess, like not everything being so over the top, but I don't know, just like for a comedy, a lot of the stuff that they got from people didn't really seem that funny. And just didn't work, at least for me, I guess. Comedy's obviously extremely subjective. You could find one thing hilarious. Like you said, what's a negative thing or a negative part? I guess if we were to break it down into like segments, like just take, for example, the zoo segment. The people <laughs> have to be borderline childs to not realize that that's not a gorilla, right? A real ape. Like how can you not tell that that's what that is and then the even the motions and things that they're doing it was funny because it was so over the top and stupid and you know obviously great cum shot but what, like that just action itself is so implausible to try to mine a, a, a um, genuine reaction out of people is like that just seems far-fetched and it seems like impossible so
0: well I'm, things like they that, that don't tried work. many times though it did show a few times that they tried
1: yeah, right. I, you know, and that's that's the thing, too, is when the, it gets to the end and, it's a, and you know, you see that there's um, multiple attempts at this, a lot of them seem just like, okay, we, we're going to do this one attempt. This is what we got. Let's use it. Because I didn't think a lot of the stuff that they got was that good, at least for the movie. Like, wasn't that funny? Didn't really pay off, like, as much as you think it would. So... I didn't think it was that funny there's obviously there's parts in it that are good you know if you swing you know you're not gonna bat a thousand but it's something around like I don't know 30 or 40 percent as far as like comedy wise works the blending of the story and the the real pranks was way better in I thought the like how it interweaves a plot was way better in Borat too. like that was one thing that elevated that movie a lot. And even the first one to a degree, but the second one was better with that. And those movies are more interesting because obviously they're saying things and they're they're putting, you know, there's real consequences to what these people are saying, right? Rather than just getting reactions out of dumb people.
0: I mean, yeah, it's a, at a much higher level. You get Rudy Giuliani, you know, yeah. that was like a national story.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's it's not trying to I don't think it's trying to be that. It's it's going for less, which is fine. Um, but I'm just saying like even the even the weaving of the plot throughout the movie didn't really work. Like just like uh the even the zoo part again. Like why are they there, right? It's just it's kind of like a throwaway thing in order to fit that prank in. It like doesn't fit as cohesively as other movies that do the same thing, so that was another problem that I had with it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was fine, it was okay.
0: Yeah, mine was less about the we- that part of the weaving of the story, like the places that took place, and more of those actual like moments, those cheesy moments that are in buddy comedy movies that just worked well in a realistic setting. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that's like I said, if you're you know they take so many swings and so many attempts, some of them work. Most of them didn't, you know, at least for me. So that's kind of where like general thoughts I landed on it. What did you guys think of the, I mean, it's, they, there is a limitation to this, right? They had to do this to keep cameras hidden, but there's very obvious transitions between uh, quality of shots, right? Between super high quality and, you know, shit quality, like, I just thought that was it was almost too much of a of a transition like too extreme to really like it pulls you out of it when you see those those shots change it's
0: kind of like going from imax to
1: yeah your phone <laughs> watching it on your phone yeah you know it's just like I don't know use a lower use a lower quality for the whole movie or uh, I don't know what the Answer is, but it just pulled me out of it every time. That was like a really high quality shot, and then super low quality, like just yeah. those those constant transitions.
0: Yeah, it, cho- it went from like a
3: movie to like right
1: stuff. a TV show. Yeah, you know those hidden camera TV shows, You're Jokers. Yeah. yeah,
3: I didn't. I, yeah, it didn't feel that bad to me. I didn't really. No, I wasn't it wasn't that distracting to me. But what was cool it. is that there was a couple times where you could actually see the. Cameraman in a crowd and you like they were holding like a cup or something and you could see the camera like it was kind of cool to see that because you know that you can see that they're actually like walking around in the crowd with cameras hidden on them to get this like the general reaction yeah Yeah, the real reaction which I thought that was kind of cool
1: yeah I thought I just thought all the stuff at the beginning was like the most funny um like the the musical segment all the stuff oh, with him yeah. at the smoothie shop was like the best. <laughs> like they're just like waiting and she's like, you didn't wash your hands. And he's like, oh no, I didn't. He like licks his finger, like puts his finger in his mouth. And then even the blender, you know, it was so over the top, but that was one of the funniest parts I thought. And I think it just kind of went downhill from there. Man, I like the me.
0: whole bar scene where he's drunk too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah.
1: It was okay. Starts
3: puking.
0: It just shoots way too much all over the place.
1: Yeah yeah I feel like that was a weird part where you feel like don't you think people would be more mad like when especially when he started puking and it was going you know it was getting on them like it, it didn't did, get mad though yeah they didn't get like to the point of like they were gonna swing on him like if you were at a bar like that I feel like that would have been the first the first thing that happened or throw uh, you know throw him out but who knows all the things nice that people. they didn't
3: show Nice
1: people, nice people. Yeah,
0: I liked when he fell, and you could tell it was the cardboard boxes that
1: he landed in. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's it's tough to pull a lot out of it's. It's pretty. Yeah, I love you
3: know. the uh, uh, the drug scene in the superstore because you know that oh this, yeah, like they added all those effects obviously, but you know that they were yeah, just, walking just they just through looking <laughs> stupid.
1: Yeah, they were acting like that. Yeah. Yeah, like they d- they, you have no
3: idea. Like those people had no idea that they weren't tripping, you know.
1: And did they show? They didn't show a lot from the perspective of the people. Like them, you know. I wish they would have shown more from those people. They had a bunch
3: of hidden cams.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like, what were they like looking at them without the, the effects?
3: Yeah, the girl was like.
1: Yeah, they did it. I know they did it a couple times, but yeah. like
3: they jump, pops out of the freezer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: That scene was awesome. I thought, and they woke up with their dicks in a Chinese <laughs> finger trap.
1: Oh yeah, yeah was all right. That's that was right. That one guy got
0: mad at them though.
1: Well, yeah, that was that was like one of the more interesting things because he was okay did with it. Did you at notice first. they
0: changed what he said too? No. His mouth did not match what it said. Yeah, oh, which, I which if he, guy are you talking about? He, I think he dropped. So it was right. the guy
1: that was a golfer, and because he was okay with it at first when they came up to him, and it was weird. And then I wonder if they had if they were hidden that whole time and they were getting a lot of that material and then he caught on or noti- noticed that he was being filmed and then changed his tune to like get the hell away from me. That was interesting.
0: Yeah. It was a quick change.
1: Yeah. That's
3: what I'm saying is like I don't really remember that. Wonder what
0: HBO's. that says about that guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did he really say?
0: I think he might have like said like a racist thing. But I felt like it didn't match his word. I don't know. Maybe I just saw something wrong, but it didn't look like the audio matched what his mouth was doing. Yeah, I didn't catch it, but I could be. Maybe I got to pull that up again.
1: I don't know anything else for you guys. I know it's pretty hard to, like it, I said, get a lot out, out it, yeah. from it. Um, yeah, it's mostly... It's um, you just literally like, would have to yeah. go like scene by scene, prank by prank. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's all... Stay tuned for the prank analysis. Well, we didn't talk about Tiffany Haddish in it. I mean, yeah, she her she's completely separate from them, and she has to do the same thing, you know, go through these setups. And I thought some of her stuff was a lot better because, uh, like the guy, I liked the scene where she was, you know, is supposed to be an escapee, and the guy's oh yeah and he yeah, helps her out. <laughs> and then he's then just the cop he's coming comes, back, yeah, yeah, like he wants to help her, but he's like. Oh, I can't. I don't want to get in trouble with the law. And <laughs> he's
3: like, I don't know where she went.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that almost. He seemed doesn't like, want to
0: be a snitch, but at the same time, yeah. he's Like, like that guy was so trouble.
1: perfect. He almost seemed like he was. Put, like, I know. Acting, I'm like, right? wait, is he acting? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know how they got it. You know, just luck- they just got I don't lucky. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: I mean, like Borat, they got lucky of those two. He got to stay with those two dudes. Yeah, yeah, for months, <laughs> for like a month like at least. Sometimes you yeah. just get, you know, you just get fucking lucky as hell. You had
0: to be in character for over, like over a month. Yeah, it was uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I liked her burger flipping stuff with her hands.
1: Burger. Oh,
0: because he's talking about how strong her hands yeah, are, yeah. and she's
1: like, like <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah." all right um anything else to say on bad trip okay well what do you want to rate it out of five
3: i gave it a three out of five i gave it a 2.5 out of
1: five and i gave it a two out of five let's move right on so uh, (laughs) let's get into the father so the father is directed by florian zeller and it is written by christopher hampton and florian zeller it stars Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman, Mark Gaddis, Olivia Williams, Imogen Poots, Rufus Sewell, and that's about it. Uh, plot synopsis reads, a man refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. As he tries to make sense of his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his own mind, and even the fabric of his reality. Let's take a listen to a clip. What do you do for a living?
2: Um, I look after other people. Other people? Hmm. Yeah, my job is to help people who need help. Hmm. Oh. Sounds like one of those girls you're always trying to dump off a mid here. Must be a difficult job though, isn't it? I mean, uh, spending all day with one of those. Ugh. I mean, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I <did myself. laughs> what about you? What did you do for a living? Oh, I was a dancer. All
1: right, what did you guys think of The Father? I
0: loved it. So I thought this was like... I mean, at least from what I've seen, the most accurate depiction of like dementia and how that like it is so like just even like medically accurate and mm. how it affects people. Because throughout the movie, yeah, like throughout the movie, a lot of times with dementia and stuff, it affects the person, the people around the person more than it affects the person themselves. Because, like, when you're forgetting something, at first it's a little frustrating. You know, it's like, ah, it was on the tip of my tongue. But when you get to a point where it's so bad, you don't remember what you said 30 seconds ago, right? But they have to hear that. They remember everything you say. Your family does. They're trying to help you. You get frustrated with them because they're not understanding you even though you're not making any sense, right? I've seen, you know, dementia in real life and mm. like this is it. Like I remember I had a couple come into the pharmacy once and she would uh the wife was severely severely like late stage dementia. Like uh, kept forgetting. She asked me where the compression socks were. Like uh now probably not an exaggeration to say 15 times in a row. Like literally it was Hey, uh, where's the compression socks? I'm like, oh, they're right behind you, actually, right there. She's like, oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I need the compression socks. The doctor told me to have them to help with blood clots. I'm like, yep, they do help with that. She's like, yeah, and oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, uh, where are the compression socks? I was like, they're they're right behind you. Oh yeah, yeah. See, my doctor said because the blood clots it really helps with that. I'm like, yep, it like does. That. She's like, yep, yep. She turns. She's like oh yeah I was looking for something what was it uh, excuse me I'm like yeah she's like where are the compression sacks like this happened I'm just like and then like her husband who's also like older he's just like he's already told you where the compression sacks are they're like right there she's like hey stop stop I need to ask him a question she's like he already asked him the question they're right there She's like, I need to ask him a question she's like sir where are the compression sacks like it's literally like, like that. And just seeing him deal with that, like dealing with a loved one going through that is so much stress, right? Because you have this obligation, right? That to take care of the person you love and it, you don't want to seem like the bad person, right? Cause how bad would you look to give up and be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Right. That's like giving up. Right. And so he didn't give up. Maybe he loves her. he, They've probably been together forever, you know, and he doesn't want to give up on her, but also, like, this is what he's dealing with 24 hours a day. And she doesn't know whatever. And I had to give her a shot, and she doesn't remember. She didn't remember I gave her the shot. And, like, oh, we're here for the shot. I'm like, yeah, I just gave it to you, you know, <laughs> like, and he had to keep talking to her, and he's like, he already gave it. She forgot she was in the pharmacy she's like oh we oh we need to go to the pharmacy we have to get our flu shot he's like we're at the pharmacy you just got your flu shot you know like to see that depiction so accurately and made me feel almost like as if i had dementia that is so mm-hmm. powerful i mean it technically like perfect acting was amazing throughout the sound was great it looked great and uh I mean, I assume this must have been a low budget overall, not counting the actors in it. But it was mostly filmed in one space, but they kept it interesting with the angles and the different framing and such and how things would slightly change over time. And is that you? Is that him? Is that whatever? It just constantly kept you thinking and guessing and wondering what is actually happening.
1: So were you aware before you watched it what it was based on? Not at all. I knew nothing what it was about based on a play. Oh, which we've watched several movies now based on plays, and we'll get into it. Makes sense
0: for why it's in the like one area the whole time.
1: Right. But it did not feel like it compared to the other ones. No. So.
0: Yeah. So it did that well. And without spoiling, but like the end scene, like I, I, I got a little teary eyed. Hit me hard. Like that last little bit. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, that was strong. Oh, and he he killed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so great.
1: Still think Chadwick's going to win the Oscar?
0: Riz Ahmed. (laughs) Uh, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. I think. Will
1: he win? Probably. Does he deserve to win after watching this, though? Not in my
0: opinion, (laughs) but it's like he's still alive. He's not. He has never a chance again Mm -hmm. to win it. And he's old, but he's not dead. He already won. Yeah, and he's already won. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like... Yeah. He won the only Oscar with, like, no lines or something, right? It was the shortest amount of screen time. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, give it to someone who's living and did a out, probably one of his best, if not best role ever, compared to someone who will never have another role again. Probably is going to go to him still, but... In my heart, that he
3: would win for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I liked it a lot. Didn't love it. Um, I my main problem with it is it felt gimmicky, and like it was kind of like a little too um, try hard at times. Um, I think that the, you know, like you're it's meant to be when you're when you're when you're following anthony it's meant to be broken the story is meant to be jumbled you're not supposed to you know you're supposed to be experiencing it um through his point of view so you're supposed to you know kind of feel like you might have dementia and you're trying to figure out who these certain people are and um but then you see these other people and you're like who are these you know why are they coming in why and then you find out why it is And the same, this has been done a thousand Like a million times Like a movie that I just You know talked about um, Wasn't a feature but I watched recently Had a very very similar ending Where you find the reveal of Who the people are Who they are to him And why they're in certain scenes And not others And um, we, we'll get into that um, But That just felt you know and then, like like I said, the Cheney's, it just felt gimmicky, and it just felt, I don't know. I, obviously, the acting was amazing, but I just felt, I don't know. Overall, I just didn't, it felt really long, too. And it was only an hour and a half, and it felt, like, pretty slow. Um, I don't know, just overall enjoyment. I didn't necessarily love it. Yeah, it's a great film, but I just, you know, a couple knocks for me, which keeps it from the upper echelon.
0: Yeah, I feel like you brought up how it's similar to those, but I feel like this was different because it was just more accurate. It wasn't like, oh, they were these characters the whole time, blah, 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 reveal thing. No, it's like his memory is so messed up that he can't place who was in what place at what time. Versus like, where the other way feels more gimmicky to me, like this was throughout.
3: I mean, the it's the whole same thing. process, is it? though? It's the same reveal.
1: One is like a one is like set up to be a twist, whereas this is just like.
3: No, yeah. no, this was a twist.
1: No, I don't twist? think it's a twist because <laughs> it's, cause it's twist. not like anything.
0: No, there was <laughs> never twist. anything to happen no. after that. It's just like now you understand because it, like it was. It was guided. It showed you this was happening the whole time. You you never thought, oh, could this have been the people there? No, it and
1: was, the characters who they are is inconsequential. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Matter. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, was neither, just
3: his mind trying to move. Yeah, was before. Didn't it? Didn't matter who they were. They were just. Well, I don't know what I don't. I don't yeah, know I what one you're talking yeah. about.
1: But the main thing is like, sure, it could be. There could be a million other movies like this. You know, I've haven't seen every movie ever made. Um, and this is the best, like Jacob said, the best, uh, portrayal of dementia that he's seen, you know, there's other movies that, I mean, dementia is in a million other films also, a lot of, we haven't seen. So I mean, just because it's not the first though, doesn't mean, doesn't less, doesn't make this lesser at all. It still is portraying this very real affliction that he has and puts you in his footsteps. And I think it does that very successfully so that's
0: exactly yeah it's not trying to be a twist it's just putting you what in his you know his shoes right right yeah exactly so i'll
1: say um
2: i just thought it was moving and kind of beautiful at the same time
1: i loved it as well yeah i just think that like i said that portrayal was very real um it didn't feel like a play at all which is a huge plus, you know, one thing that you said that kind of stood out was like how it felt try hard. And like when you said that, the thing that first came to my mind was watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And those the dialogue and the monologues that they have in that movie feels so much like it feels like a play. because it. yeah. It's
0: over the top. It's meant to be. Yeah, to be exactly. Expressive, loud, reach the top balcony type feel where this felt like a small contained story it was not it the feels like was character over. interactions yeah.
1: instead of like the characters facing an audience and saying this to them you know they're delivering these these speeches and these monologues to an audience it just feels more it just felt more like a film which is the biggest positive yeah obviously the acting is amazing not just anthony hopkins but um olivia coleman as well like she has to um portray these reactions to her father, you know, like you said, it's dementia is affecting the people around him more than him. Cause he can't remember it anyway. It's these people that are going through it and living it every day and her reactions to things like, and he is, you know, un, un, uh, maybe willingly, but he is very <laughs> rude and mean to people that he loves. So even though they know it's because of his illness, it still doesn't hurt them any less. Right. Yeah, because that's your parent, right? Like, can right. you imagine
0: like your mom or dad saying those hurtful things for you and then acting like nothing's wrong, like two seconds later, but now you have to pretend like, Oh yeah, nothing's wrong. But they just said like this terrible thing and you're literally giving everything to take care of them and they don't appreciate it at all. They don't feel it at all. They don't even remember. They can't remember it like that kind of pressure that stress of that of dealing with that taking care of them and getting nothing in return they have no idea what you're doing for them at all and it's not even their fault you can't even blame them for that because you can't right like they don't remember doing any of that they don't remember any of this they don't remember day to day year to year Mm -hmm.
1: it's yeah yeah so the performances were you know i thought everyone was amazing and just how they portrayed things and and just even gave you know subtle lines like he's he has a very he, he says like a very dark line I can't remember like or what's like what's to become of me or something like it, he's like questioning his own death or existence or whatever and like it's to him it's like he's just saying it but it's so like dark and like I don't know just the way he kind of says that and a lot of the way things lines are delivered in just all worked and hit really well and yeah, the writing so good. Yeah, um, how they adapted it, I don't know. Like, was the play that long? Did they have to shorten it? How did they work? Well, and you do know that
3: it's the same guy, right? Yeah, Florian Zeller did, did the both. play as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm
0: more yeah, wondering time. how this works as a play.
1: Yeah, because they do exactly they do a lot of interesting things like in the film itself where you'll have loops of of time almost and that the way they played with that too like you said sometimes it's the loop is shorter like with the lady in the pharmacy it's a 10 second 15 second loop and they do that in this like towards the end the loop gets shorter where you know they're sitting down to eat and you know that is shorter and then in the beginning it's a little bit longer and just the way they play with that and you know nothing is ever spoon-fed to you and not to say that it's makes it better or anything but it is the way that it's uh, portrayed and just the kind of the confusing nature of it is puts you, like you said, in his, in his shoes and you know, it's, it's easy to, it's easy to understand and easy to digest, but, uh, it's not like all straightforward.
0: Yeah. Like this could be so easy to get wrong. Yeah. It's hard to do it right. Yeah. And be like interesting. And I mean, like, look at it <laughs> like it, it, it's a story about just an old guy with dementia you know and yeah it was so engaging and constantly kept me almost felt like a mystery at points like i don't know it's you're trying to connect the dots but sometimes there's not dots connect because mm-hmm. that's like him trying to connect dots that don't exist <laughs> well that's what, that's what your what memories he's doing make no he's sense
1: to, like his mind is constantly working and trying to figure things out and that's what you're doing watching it yeah like it's so effective and yeah even the score too like the score was amazing and how it builds in in these scenes where like there's always kind of like a tipping point at at one you know at certain times and um the one scene that stands out the most when um her husband or or partner whoever uh you know is is basically attacking him and spoilers and uh it's you know it's building and just moments like that it happens a few times through the film but the score really stands out in those moments and i don't know if you guys looked it up but it's the same composer as uh nomadland
0: it is Mm -hmm. we did But see and which again love that composer since college listened to countless hours of him just for studying Mm -hmm. and it worked way better in this movie (laughs) for me than nomadland nomadland again the music that he makes is great i love it obviously i listened to literally like probably a hundred hours of it but nomadland it felt like just good music that was there in the background this fit the entire vibe was
1: probably written for this though Right, whereas Land was, was chosen. Yeah, because I recognize the, the music. I'm like, yeah. I know this song. Why this, do I know this? <laughs> like, I, I'm assuming at this point, I'd have to look it up, but I would assume that these songs were written for this play or movie. Well, then Nobody it knows.
3: shows because it, like, yeah. if, if, what floats. It, it sounded movie, like, if you did watch it with subtitles then, yeah, it said Romance by.
0: Yeah, but he would still put a name to it.
3: Yeah, but I yeah, feel it like it was already an existing title. Oh, it could be the one that he kept listening to
1: look up the song. And if the song was published before the movie, then you'll know. Yeah. You know.
0: But either way, it just fit. And I, I thought the problem with me and Nomadland was because I listened to that music so many times that it's that's what separated it for me. Just, yeah, that well, been just because you, I was going to say yeah. just
3: because you know, the music doesn't mean it makes it worse. No, but no.
0: it didn't fit, and I didn't know if that was because it just didn't fit the movie or if it didn't fit because I had heard you, it in other situations no, that's exactly other than why, the movie. Yeah. But I didn't get that feeling with this movie. But you
3: never heard the song
0: before? Possible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. If it's
0: his newer I, stuff, I haven't <clears> listened <throat> to him in like a year, probably.
3: Whatever song was playing, it was not by Ludovico. It was romance. It was by somebody else was an italian guy well he's yes italian well he too,
1: composed yeah. okay well regardless he did it showed him his name in the score credits for this, yeah. yeah well it showed um,
0: in nomadland too. i know but i knew it was him in nomadland
1: i don't know yeah yeah i guess i don't see like the movie um like as an album so it could be definitely just chosen again for for that but it definitely worked and i i mean the music i didn't the music wasn't something i had a problem with in nomad lane i'm just saying they're the same no, composer
0: i love the music in nomad lane yeah. i just didn't feel like it fit as well as it does here
1: yes i loved it here a lot and i loved every aspect of this movie yeah <laughs> like i literally don't have a negative yeah i think so here's um here's something interesting too that I just want to bring up. Do you think this movie is rewatchable?
3: I would I I like I said I didn't necessarily overly enjoy it this time, so definitely not. I mean, you're not going
0: to get anything else out of it. I would rewatch it by sh- wanting to introduce somebody else to it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I don't know but if you I don't
1: think you, you don't think rewatching it you could get more from the events. I mean, I guess the events are all of the events are kind of inconsequential like to yeah, the like, plot. Yeah, like are right? they yeah, are they a- is there
0: actually more? No. I mean, if there is maybe like I want to know what that is, but I I almost took it as like this is just showing like he's trying to make something out of nothing. It's just daily events, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just an it's just a question. We were I mean little, I wouldn't we be against watching <laughs> again,
0: but it's not like as exciting. Again, I
1: there's so many of the You could if you wanted to put together a timeline of things. It it would take multiple rewatches oh my to God, do that. But yeah, would be, I would not be the person who would it, yeah. want to do that. <laughs> it would be like I said, inconsequential to the plot or the meaning of the movie overall.
0: It would be like doing that for Tenet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe harder. No. Arguably. Oh Arguably.
1: Yeah. Um anything else to say? Or what else do you want to say?
0: <laughs> I said what needs to be said. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, I just uh I mean in terms of it being like the events you're saying how the how they uh change characters and and time is the gimmick. I don't know what the, what your, what the actual gimmick is or what's, what's being defined as a, as a gimmick.
3: I mean, just the overall scene, the changing of the, of the scene or the, um, the fucking, um, how like spoiler, like the yeah, aid, it
0: became the husband or the, yeah, the two people for the daughter at times. And he was confusing Paul and James. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah,
3: like they were but his I don't nurses feel like the whole time. That
0: was important to the storyline. I felt like that was just a byproduct of his dementia. Like
1: I feel like the but only the way to solve so the only way to solve that problem, to me, is to not make it. Because would you rather watch something that is just these characters interacting, and he and you're seeing just Anthony Hopkins like being crazy or not remembering things, and you're not seeing what's going through his mind, and you're just seeing these characters interact? that wouldn't be interesting. I mean, that, no, that I don't, has been I'm shown just saying more. I don't so think that the only it, thing Matt, besides that would be that yeah. to not tell the story.
3: But then I just don't think there's any point
0: to even have them switch. But there is for me. like Because if they never switch, that's how it happens. Like, I mean, our grandpa, for example, couldn't remember who our mom was, his daughter. He thought she was... He would call her someone else. Well,
1: like el- he happened in the movie. He yeah. He forgets, would... He, she... It's yeah, he's like like yeah. a huge thing is yeah, he's like he who are you. He doesn't recognize her, and that's such like a powerful thing to her. She's like, now, Can you My imagine own dad that didn't even yeah. recognize me?
0: And that our mom was the same way. That like devastated her. Yeah. Like, can you imagine your parent not knowing who you are?
1: Yeah. No, I can't imagine it. It's it might happen someday, yeah. sadly, but so
0: it's like it that's what it was like like in those other movies, it that's like where it's the gimmick, right? It's like trying it's like this twist oh that person in this part was actually his nurse aide but that's not what this is trying to say it's saying that he is confusing who people are what memories are in different places it has nothing to do with them being those characters or like that twist in the end it's literally just he doesn't know where he is in time or anything i mean he even talks
3: about the watch like the, oh the watch God. the watch that was that was another gimmick no it's just that was a huge jacob just because you can forgive it for it portraying it doesn't mean that it's not a gimmick or that it's not that what it you're does, thinking because is because i can explain why it's there i'm, I'm telling i know why that's it's how dimension it works though because he needs to know constant time because he's losing he's losing his grip on reality he's losing his grip on perception of time so the clock is his standard or his solid foundation he knows what time it is by looking at his clock i don't I even think that's that. it though that's his constant yes it is no because that's why he messes so that up all the time what does he mess up he's like the like one time he's in pajamas and he does it through the whole day and yeah because he didn't have his watch on when I he, he did it no when he did his pajamas on he didn't have his watch on
1: because he was looking at the husband's watch but i don't i don't think that's i don't even
3: that's a gimmick it's gimmicky no i didn't
1: I didn't no, get the, the whole leaves, time from I'm it.
3: talking about the leaves all the time. They have curtains of leaves everywhere. Like it's those another gimmick. They have it's not a there's, I, gimmick. There's, plot. I, there's like that's how it works. That's devices. like saying
0: the woman who came in the pharmacy the socks. That's a gimmick. The socks are a gimmick. No, Jacob. Him, I'm saying the the tree the <laughs> curtains. They fixate on those kind of things because. I have no, to...
3: Jacob. The concept of the movie was about losing your leaves. Like he's saying, "I'm going to lose my leaves," and then the director decided to put leaves on curtains in the in the movie to represent the leaves falling. Like that's what I'm saying is gimmicky. That's a gimmick. Curtains with leaves on them everywhere. That's a gimmick That's gimmicky. Doesn't what it? what's the not gimmick.
1: Him. That's just like a detail. That's just like a small detail. That's a symbol. Because exactly, like but it's a gimmick. It's a For gimmicky what, symbol.
3: Though? Exactly. Why is it there? You just said why it's there. I know, but why does it need to be there? It doesn't, but it's there because <laughs> it's a because it's a gimmick. It's a plot device to try. It's to like say, "Ooh, I'm, we're adding little symbols in here throughout the movie."
0: But how do you know that's that a is, symbol that or is. his
3: mind making
0: seeing those? No, because the whole the movie like is about
3: painting that. was there and it was gone. Like, I understand that that's that's connected to the movie the the the, pla- the fact that there's leaves on the curtains has nothing to do with him per- his perception of the curtains they're there have leaves on them and they're comparing you losing your leaves your your brain he's saying he's losing all of his leaves like so the whole movie has this theme about leaves and trees and stuff and um, that was a added plot device or not plot device but added symbol in there that was just
1: like gimmicky I don't understand I don't get how it's a gimmick it's just a it's just a small detail that adds a little bit like there's I can't even think there's countless examples of that in probably movies that you love where it, because you love it it's like oh that makes it cool but in this it's, it's like not. in Batman <laughs>
0: when he saw a bat when he was a kid that's
3: such a gimmick <laughs> That's has to do with the plot, though. That's a horrible. That
1: no, a it's horrible. showing that he used to be
0: afraid of bats and said he used it as a symbol to show. I he mean, that's a bad atmosphere. example. That's but. a
1: horrible <laughs>
3: example. That's his symbol. There
1: are things. Yeah, there are things in tons of yeah, movies. Yeah, but he's that meant to have a symbol. And that's not even like it. It's still you can't. I wouldn't define that as a. That's not a gimmick or part of the gimmick. And even going back to the watch thing, I would. Th- my idea was that when you he went to bed like. This is a nice watch or something, or how you know his daily routine is you take your watch off, you put it in this spot before bed, you go to bed, you come back in the morning and you put it on, but he doesn't remember where he puts it, so he thinks it's being stolen. And like when he's in his pajamas, he doesn't have his watch, so that's when he's looking for it. Like, my there was nothing about like losing his grasp on time or reality or anything, like, didn't connect any of that. Like, it was just the fact that he can't remember where he no, because he talks about
3: time. time. So often in the movie, for it to not be something that he's trying to and grip on The onto. woman
1: who
0: walked in talked about socks fifteen times in thirty seconds.
3: What does that have to do with anything?
0: They repeat <laughs> themselves with dementia. I'm they aware forget of that, they but he's he's
3: gripping onto time so so hard because that's something that he still can grip grip onto that he can still understand. And that he's fully slipping. He's losing all of his leaves. And Everything starts hitting exactly. He's trying to, and they grit. even say it in the thing like, one day they're fine, the next day it can hit you, and it'll like they'll hit you like a ton of bricks or whatever, and it's gonna, it's gonna go down fast at one point, and like him him trying to hold on time for it's so near and dear to him because it's something that he still understands and can control or not control, but that he can still be relative of. If he looks at his clock and it's five o'clock, he knows okay, I know what time 5 o'clock is, and that's 8 o'clock. What time is it? That's why he's always asking what time it is, because he wants to know what time so he can have something to relate to.
1: But why is that a gimmick, though? I understand. I can understand you saying, like, the way that they do, like, the loops and the characters changing and stuff like that is a gimmick. I can underst- I can understand why you're saying that i still don't think it is one that can be a disagreement but the the whole thing with like the leaves and everything that could be something that it's a metaphor. you could dislike <laughs> yeah like you could call it heavy-handed if you want it even yeah. though i would disagree on that but uh, calling that a gimmick is like i don't understand that
3: it's just i think it's a gimmick but that's I not what a gimmick is <laughs> i think there's a lot of there
1: was a lot of gimmicks in this movie wrong okay Well, I was just wondering about that, like, specifically. Um, Anything else on the father?
3: Mm -mm.
1: Okay. What are you going to say out of five stars? I gave it a five. I gave it a four. Fuck you! I also gave it a five out of five. Certified banger.
3: Do you know what a gimmick actually is, Kyle? Because you're going to know. A trick or device intended to attract attention.
0: So, you're saying a bat is not a trick or device?
3: That's, but that's based on the movie. Jacob, that's a horrible. It's based the, on a play. The movie's called Batman, Jacob. Of course, there's going to be fucking so bats everywhere. So, that's a everywhere. gimmick. Yeah, it's, it, it is a gimmick. Who's to say that? Who gives a. It's it's meant to be a gimmick, though. Batman is a gimmick. It's a superhero. Like, it's a fan fiction fucking thing. It's, of course, it's a gimmick. Like, what? But we you gonna, still give
0: that a five star.
3: Because it's better, it's more enjoyable. What is that, Jacob? You're saying a superhero movie is comparable to a dimension movie now?
1: No, you. Yeah, ev- that's you a horrible put, comparison. You have to put everything in context. Like in the in the world of this, in the world of Batman, is that a gimmick? No, like
3: in, Batman's in a gimmick world, itself, though. You but, know,
1: but that's what I'm saying. Is in this world, like, is that is? Can you say that's a gimmick? No, because you're just seeing things through his perspective. Yeah, but it it it's felt designed like a gimmick. To To draw attention to the viewer, right? Like, yeah, you're supposed to notice these changes, but it's just putting you in his shoes. Because he's focusing on these things. To accurately portray dementia. He's hyper-focused
0: on these things. So you become hyper-focused on these things.
3: I'm aware. It just felt gimmicky. You're Uh, not going to change my mind, I'm telling you. (laughs)
1: Hey, I mean, it's still good. I mean, yeah, I, still, said it, I said, I know, it's I know really you like great film. <laughs> I know. It just
3: felt gimmicky and I, just hate I didn't that. necessarily enjoy it.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on uh, to what else we watched. Who wants to start?
3: I didn't watch anything else.
1: I um, thought you said you did. Did I? What's this other no, fucking bullshit movie? I was going to talk
3: ghost stories the other day. I, t- I said I already talked about it.
1: No, the movie that you were just, ta- you were just talking about, you're like, I watched this other movie uh, but where they do the same thing. I said I
3: talked about the other movie. What, ghost what story. Movie? The characters in the room are the characters in his dream the whole time. He's in a bed, and he's fucking completely brain dead, basically. Oh, ghost stories. Oh. And the people that are in in his dreams the entire time, the main characters, are the fucking faculty workers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like... Or the nurse and that, everything. Yeah. Same thing. That's, that's the same too, turn. Uh, I
3: felt the same thing when it happened. I was like, ugh. That's you so can't just different. say it works because it's dementia. It's the same plot device. It's the no, same No, It's exact not thing. at it all is. though. It's dementia is not thing. the
0: same as being brain dead.
3: Well, duh. Basically though.
0: <laughs> no, not at all, basically. I mean He's a vegetable. Yeah. So we have no idea what they're thinking. You know what's going on in dementia.
3: Do you know what they're thinking? They don't even know.
0: In dementia? Yeah. They're forgetting. That is dementia. Do we know what
1: they're thinking? Like, watch this. Like, try to imagine being him and, like, all of these things changing. That's why it's so good. Imagine your whole house and, and like, people changing right in front of you and you don't know what the hell's going on. There you go.
3: (laughs) I'm aware of what dementia is.
1: Yeah, but... That's what I'm saying, though. is That's what this is... Act like portraying, like yeah. It's not a. It's not a. This twist to say like, oh, this this he's talking to this ice cream man, and it look and it has the same voice as because he's brain dead, and there's somebody next to his bed that's talking to him about ice cream.
3: It still felt the same to me, (laughs) same (laughs) energy, because it's the same twist. It was like not a twist twist at all, (laughs) but it was meant to be. Yeah, it was. It was like, oh, that's why those characters were there that's no. who they were that's why they were inserted in this dream that's why he thought that's what Ann looked like because it was his nurse same fucking thing
1: it's not like a twist though it's just like switching like sure twist
3: just- change inserted plot device whatever the hell you want to call it it's the same concept a character came into a, an area that it shouldn't have been and it was because he had seen it before because he forgot who it was
1: sure same thing. I only have one thing. I have one also. Okay, well I'll go first. I guess I watched it. It was a week ago. Um, I rewatched Insidious. Had to get this in oh, on shit, Easter yeah. Sunday. Um, Hail Satan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Insidious. Um, you know we've talked about this before, but uh, I haven't rewatched it since we actually made those lists. Uh, the top horror movies of the past decade.
0: Yeah, it's been forever since I've seen it.
1: And I think it was low on the list. Um, Could have possibly been lower. So rewatching it with, you know, I don't know when the last time I watched it was, but obviously I've seen a lot more movies since then. A little bit more of a critical eye. Probably has gone down just a little bit. I still like it a lot. I still think it's a great horror movie. And I think what they accomplish in this is, you know, it is more corny than I remember. And there's more James Wan isms I'll call than mm-hmm. I remember. Um, temperature being one that's like so high and low, like changing all the time. Like mm-hmm. there's one part where it's just completely almost like blue and black and white. And I, I mean, I'm sure it's intentional, but a lot of the movie kind of feels like that. It's very much his in that style, which not crazy about. Um, and then the end, like even the ending, re-watching it, I remember liking it a lot more that confrontation with that that particular demon that's trying to get inside uh his son's body. But it doesn't make sense how it resolves itself. Like he chases them out in the what's that place called? The beyond or something?
3: Uh pff, you just remember. watch it. I yeah. haven't seen it in years. It's so a week ago and I already forgot. Yeah. So it
1: tells you a lot. He's like chasing them out of this of that place, and then at one point he it like almost catches up to him or doesn't, but then it just like completely cuts off after that. And it never shows, uh, it it feels unresolved. And it feels like they switched it to, to, uh, to the old lady instead. Like then this became the, the focal point when it's like, resolve one thing before you move on to this thing. Like I get where you, where you want to go in the end that he is, you know, possessed by this old lady now, but we got to resolve this first. And it didn't it didn't feel satisfying as satisfying as I remember the ending being. And that's where a lot of it goes off the rails too is the ending. Like that's where a lot of the corniness comes in and stuff like that. But still enjoyable. I still like it a lot. Three and a half instead of a four. Pumped it down a little bit.
3: Oof. Yeah, it was you you were the only one that had it in the top ten, actually.
1: Yeah. Still like it a lot. Would like to see the rest of them. Not I've like never, not now you want gotta seen. watch
3: the Conjuring again and see if that was better. Because you didn't have The Conjuring in your top ten.
1: No. Conjuring, yes. I did not like The Conjuring, but I think I've only seen it once or twice.
3: I feel like I I was always a Conjuring over Insidious. I always thought Insidious was better.
1: I think you had Conjuring in your top ten. No, I didn't. I don't know. Well, anyway, about the sequels, I've never seen any of the sequels, not even once, so would like to at least check out the second one because I think James Wan did the second one.
0: I saw the second one, didn't like it as much as the Your first. Your boy and did the fourth one. The third. There's mm, four? Boy, yeah. Third or fourth.
1: There's Insidious, Insidious Chapter did 2. Did Lee do one? Three, and then Insidious, the final key. I think Lee Winnell did three, and then, then, and then four then was Eric or yeah. yeah. Who the fuck is Eric? Dude, is my, the is guy that, my, that did As a oh, of So the below. Tapes? Yeah. <sighs> did he Trash. do that? I don't know.
3: Johnny Eric Dowdle or whatever, or mm, whatever. I don't think it was so. somebody like him that did the fourth one. I think.
1: Let's see. Okay, chapter two is James Wan, so I'd be at least interested in that one. Lee Winnell did chapter three. And he wrote chapter. And four. then Adam Robit- Robitel, who oh, did yeah, taking of Deborah Logan. I'm out. Escape room. I'm out.
3: I love taking of Deborah Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Better movie on dementia than fucking this one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> much better take on it actually alright that's it for me
0: Jacob so I decided to finally watch the only Miyazaki movie I haven't seen hadn't seen so and that's The Wind Rises his last movie and I was pretty disappointed in it. I it has like a really high score and I don't really understand why in this case. It's Miyazaki. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, yes, it has the bump. It had the amazing animation. Huge bias. Obviously amazing animation. Always all of them, right? Like they'll always look good forever. Every single one.
3: Hand drawn baby.
0: Every single one, yeah. So it looked amazing and it had that whimsical kind of like fantasy just Good feelings at parts mes- mixed with this very dark, you know, story. Right? That I think it takes place. Is it? Yeah, World War Two. So, the main character, who I don't remember the name. The main character, <laughs> he loves planes, loves design of planes. He What's out, it called? What? I'll look it up. Real the quick. wind The rises. wind rises. I don't know if it's. I'll look it up. Go. Uh, he, it's. Jiro Horikoshi yep that's me Yep, and yeah so he loves planes he wants to be a pilot but he has glasses so he can't you know he like he has bad eyesight so he can't fly a plane because like obviously you can't join the army if you have bad eyesight and you know this is World War II so this is a kind of a dark take to take you know anybody like wanting to make a movie about you know the wrong side, right? The axis, right? Japan and Germany. And he, so he has these dreams all the time and they're really kind of crazy and very Miyazaki, like spirited away type, but it's a dream. So you can do whatever where he t- talks to this, like, I think famous Italian, uh, engineer. And like, that's his dream, eh? and so in st- the like in that dream he can no long he can't fly planes. He's like, I can't fly them. He's like, Yeah, but you can build them. So that's when he decides that's what he wants to do because he's just so in love with planes. So he becomes an engineer, and and he's like one of the best. He's so passionate about what he's doing, and there's like there's like a lot of good parts when it's to do with that and his passion for flight. The only part that really hurt it for me without going too much into to deal, because I, I think everyone should watch it. If you like Miyazaki at all, you should have seen all of his films, right? You've seen all of them?
3: Yeah. Even like Lupin the Third
0: and... Yeah. And Kiki's Delivery. Yeah, Nausicaa Valley Wind. has Shiloh Buffett. <laughs> Before he got canceled. But yeah. So it has like... Those parts are really well done, but there's this romance in it which is just so cliche and so rushed. And so, and like, it's, I get that's pulling at the heartstrings. I see how people could love that if they want to take out a basis, like he meets this girl and like the way they meet is like his hat flies away. She catches it. They have that moment. And then they like, don't see each other for like years. And all of a sudden they see each other again. Now they're in love and like, it's just so rushed. And then they get married and then it's like, and then, I don't want to go too much into it because if you watch it, but yeah, it's just very, very cliche. So cliche, especially when you have this really like passionate built story behind it about this person who's in love in planes and how he's building planes and in his dreams, he's like, you should never build planes for money and you should never build them for like with weapons. Right. And yet the only way to be able to engineer planes in a poor Japan that was fighting a war against everybody, and with Germany, you know, was to build fighter planes. Oh, yeah. So he built fighter planes, and they, and it has like this great metaphor in it where it's like, he's like, not, not a single one came back, right? They all died. All the planes he built, you know, he designed every single one didn't make it back. He's like, well, they never made it back. He's like, well, that's a, like, I don't remember the exact quote. It's a really well written, but it's basically like, yeah, that's how planes are. You build them, they fly high and, you know, and then they destroy and then they are destroyed after creating this magical, you know, this magic and that those parts are awesome and obvious but just that the love part really the romance part just killed it it felt so rushed it's so cliche and so like like k-drama type x like (laughs) ask like just oh she has the the," and you're just like it is like the more recent yeah i I don't know like it's really predictable i'm just like okay i'm like let me guess this is gonna happen (laughs) okay that happened oh let me guess this Okay. And it's going to affect him like this. Yup. Like that part is just so out of place compared to this like beautiful story. It could have just been right. And it just it's about st- planes and just like, yeah, it bit. still has all those magic moments and it's not like it's still bad. The romance parts. Yeah. It's cheesy. Yeah, it's cliche, but it's still, you know, the little love moments and the little like inspiration moments are still really it's very Miyazaki, very, uh, Like, it gives you that warm feeling, right? (laughs) When you see those parts. But it just also brought... It was the part that brought it down the most for me. Everything else was amazing. Music, wow, so good. Like, obviously, animation, beautiful. Voice acting was actually on the weaker side, especially compared to his other movies. I didn't watch in Japanese, but usually even the English voice acting is phenomenal in his movies. Yeah. But I'm happy I watched it. It also was a little long and the pacing was kind of weird. And it was like his longest one, I think. Yeah. And it was kind of obvious with the pacing because like it'd be like they would like Kyle would hate those parts, especially where they make it very obvious. It's like how long it's been. Wow. I can't believe I've been working here for two years already. <laughs> oh, two years have went by. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, it wasn't obvious until they said exactly how long it's been. They put a timestamp on yeah. it, basically, without... Literally, right. physically putting in a timestamp, wow, so, this
1: is really long. It's over two hours. For yeah, the animated movie? Spirited
3: Away is two, uh, two, five. Yeah, Spirited Away is, I awesome. know, but that one's like 216 or something. This one is, yeah, it's long. It is, Jesus, it's a lot but of animation. So, like,
0: <laughs> the pacing is a little rough because of that. It's almost feels rushed but slow, right? Because it's long, but like, there's so much time span built up in it. Could have been an hour and a half, yeah. I mean especially yeah one of the quotes is like you know you have to keep creating because an artist is only has their shining moment for 10 years and that's it so you have to make the most out of that 10 years unless you're laying Da Vinci. I mean I don't know did he make masterpieces more than 10 years I would have to look into that <laughs> <laughs> do your research yeah but I mean, I would say probably a lot of artists. I'm sure that's something Miyazaki looked into. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. A lot. of Art of Van Gogh probably didn't last ten years. Like, yeah. So it was. It still was definitely worth the watch. But for me, I need to rewatch a lot of his movies because most of them I've only seen once. Other than like *Prince Mononoke* or *My Neighbor Totoro*, *Spirit Away, obviously I've seen a bunch of times. But I remember I didn't think *Ponyo* was that great when I saw it, but. I need to rewatch it. But as of right now, just off the top of my head, I think this was his, wo- the worst movie I can remember uh, at least. other ones that, like, I don't know, maybe Kiki's delivery series. That was me. right? Yeah. Or is that just, I, think G- so. that G- was him. I can't remember that movie at all. So mm. I don't know if that was Wasn't she like a
3: witch or something.
0: Yeah. So there's some, I can't remember at all, but of all the
3: ones that I've, remember that i've seen more recently well you would know like off initial oppression if you knew one was worse
0: yeah but literally keys delivery i would seen since i was a kid mm-hmm. so some uh, of them i haven't seen since i was a kid but all the ones i've seen since probably high school later <laughs> in the last decade at least this was my least favorite
1: but, but it's still high and yeah you gave but it still, a. oh <laughs> gave it three and a half I mean, yeah. it's still well above. So the worst, it. yeah, the worst Miyazaki film is still <laughs> really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, just tech, all the technical prowess of it is just you can't. That automatically puts it at a, at least a three, right, above average. And then there's so many good movie mo- moments in it that it really outweighs that bad. Yeah, it's like his but highest
3: ju- rated movie. Yeah,
0: and I I don't I don't know. Maybe I miss something. Maybe I've just seen oh, so many
3: movies, but Monanoke's long princess Mononoke is longer. Yeah. Mm. Two hours fourteen minutes. Pff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty long.
3: That's his lowest rate or second lowest rate. I don't
0: know. Maybe I need to watch it again, but it was long, so I don't know. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Maybe it, a couple years. Yeah. Maybe a Miyazaki. Painting. Maybe I need fresh eyes mm-hmm. on it. But I, I don't know. When I watch Miyazaki, and this was his last film, obviously I came in with Huge expectations. You know, most movies I come in with like none, but this is Miyazaki in his final film. He's done, done. I I think he's kind of back, isn't he? Or he's coming back. Is he working on something? He's not like, I don't know. He's old. He's
1: he's not like crazy old. (sighs) Well, he kept like announcing retirement and then like they would pull him back for something. Didn't he
3: have something like maybe uncredited right now? Or I don't think he's directed anything since. No, he has. not He did Borrow the Caterpillar, which was a short. Yeah
1: no not yeah. he hasn't directed anything
0: yeah so this is the last movie of this oh no, nope. how do you live an upcoming movie yeah. how do you So live? that's what it is i thought i heard that he was coming back finally they're filming they're filming it right he now. took what eight years eight years off mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a long time
1: for when you're that old yeah it's long
0: yeah but in his illustrious career you know this doesn't like make him look bad in any way <laughs> But for me, it just didn't have that maybe it was because it was less fantastical. But oh one interesting thing I just on a note, not very important, but all of like the plane a lot of the sound effects were people. Oh, yeah, and it was a, a interesting choice <laughs> and I, I don't know like but it didn't necessarily add anything, but maybe it was meant to give that whimsicalness, but literally like the plane flying would be like it would like literally be that sound. <laughs> or like when it was crashy it's like it would be like literally a person making the mo- yeah there's sound.
3: A, yeah there's a bunch of people for additional voices
0: yeah like all of the plane sounds and stuff were people making it and it was obvious <laughs> but it was i don't know if, why i guess i didn't get that why was that maybe I mean, that's why it was like interesting it. but it was that was all i got other out of it was it was interesting whimsical maybe he was saying that machine the, to him were like living things maybe I don't know that could be a stretch <laughs> I'm reaching I don't know you never know maybe I need to watch it again <laughs> started <it> up <laughs> was too hard that. on it
1: alright cool I think that wraps us up then so we, uh, we were taking a look at the release schedule and saw that nothing is really out that we want to see or that looks good that would even be other people would even be interested in really like, I mean, there's thunder force, there's voyagers, there's a couple other things. And it's like, nothing's really that big, um, that we would want to put ourselves through any punishment for, to see, to give to the listeners. So, uh, we settled on doing a retro review actually. Um, so I have only seen one Akira Kurosawa movie. I don't know how many, I know Josh is probably at zero. Jacob hasn't seen any,
0: I've always wanted to. But so haven't. we're
1: going to see one of the highest rated movies of all time and review that next week, which is Seven Samurai. Uh, this is an inspiration for a ton of movies that you all know. Like the Seven Samurai. <laughs> Magnificent Seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a huge influence on Western movies and... Uh, the first secure cursor movie for these guys. I've only seen one other one, so it's. I mean. And it left a good impression on you. Yeah, it was very good, and I said I wanted to watch more. So. You, which one did you say you watched? Rashomon. So uh, that is going to be next week, Seven Samurai. But that'll be next week for sure. It to have that, a lot
3: of discussion. It's three and a half hours. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then after that we're going to have a huge episode, of Mortal Kombat. Yep. Hopefully, get a guest dun, back, dun, dun. and that'll be a big one. So stay tuned for that. All right. If you uh, want to send us a question or comment, you can send us an email at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project.
0: I'm on both those. as jsal517. That's jsal517. J-S-A-L and I am on both
3: platforms at josh underscore saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.
0: hated when we read them in class hated that i didn't because then i had to read read it (laughs) no then i had to read at that pace and i read it like a book a day Mm. so like i remember i read aragon in a day yeah each of those i read the whole series in the in a week oh good for you i literally used to read a book like every (laughs) day